I could probably go as far as saying it, it has saved a number of people's life just from the feedback um, that they've received. Welcome to the Superwell Podcast, your source for truly holistic and original perspectives on health and happiness. Each week, we take true dives into the key areas of life with true leaders and true conversations. It's your time for a super well life. Hello, Superwell team. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the first of a series of episodes that I have recorded. I decided to try and batch my recordings together to make it a little bit more consistent with the delivery of the content. So today's episode is with a friend of mine that I played junior footy with, and he's gone on to do some marvelous stuff in the local community and also now spreading across the country. His name is David Rigney, and David started a cycling group called Footballers Turn Cyclists, which was with a bunch of mates when he finished cycling, he decided to try and keep fit uh, and get out by getting out on the bike uh, with his mates. It quickly turned into something a lot bigger and they changed the name to Knights of Suburbia and they've, they've done a phenomenal job at creating a community of people. They've got over 750 members in their community now and there's a large focus on mental health and well-being and it's been transformational for a number of people who have been part of the community, um, literally life-changing stuff and it's a great interview and it's also quite inspiring about how you can create a community in your local area and bring together people and have a huge impact on them um, so much so that it starts spreading uh, further and further now uh, if you want to support Knights of Suburbia or you want to see what they're doing after you listen to the podcast just go to Facebook and type in Knights of Suburbia or you can also find them online at knightsofsuburbia.com they do some great work. They also partner with a foundation called Love Me, Love You, which is a lot around youth mindset and mental well-being. But uh, they also have great information to help anyone who has some mental health challenge. Now, with this podcast, uh, about three and a half minutes in, uh, you'll hear Dave have a bit of a stutter. That's entirely my fault because I tried to get up and close the door because it was a bit windy and I confused him with a hand gesture. So he um, stutters a little bit there, but that's, uh, that's my fault, as I said. And you might also hear me get taken down by a mandarin that I was trying to consume, but it was one of those ones that are really hard to peel and it got a bit messy and, yeah, it was uh, a bit too much um, when I was just trying to get a simple snack along the way. But nevertheless, it's a great podcast. There's awesome content, and I know you're going to enjoy it. And if you are suffering from mental health, reach out to places like Knights of Suburbia because um, they're doing great things and there's a great community there, as you're going to hear. Enjoy. Here we are, Dave. Long time, mate. Uh, you and I have known each other. Um, so it's good to actually get you on the podcast and have a bit of a chat around where we're at. Appreciate that, mate. Old man now. Thanks for having uh, me, yeah. A little bit less vibrant. But, um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about the... The journey you've been on with uh, Knights of Suburbia, how it started and, and how it's got to where it is today. Yeah, no worries, mate. So look, it goes back to about probably 2014, late summer into early 2015. Um, was sort of, well, I thought that was the end of footy. It's, it's gone on a bit since then, but yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was starting to be the end of a uh, serious sort of footy career and, and um, just looking at some different methods of training to 
um, I suppose, be a bit easier on the body. And, and cycling was one of those. And I was always a fan of of the sport. So as far as, um, you know, watching the tour and all that sort of stuff that you see. Um, so I had a bike and then um, got out on the bike for a little bit by myself and, and quickly become like bored of it. I, I didn't understand the cycling world and, and shop rides and the community that was out there. So I put it back in the rack for a while and then a little bit down the track convinced another old friend of ours, Russ Lee, um, to get out on the bike with me and we started doing it a bit of fitness work and, and um, you know, quickly found out that there's almost like um, local footy, like there's local cycling racing. Uh, so so a couple of us sort of entered a few of these races, Crit, crit Criterium Racing it's called, and then... Um, quickly found out that there's teams and we were getting beat by these teams. So <laughs> Russ being the competitive beast, he was like, we need a team. So then obviously what we did was reached out to people like yourself at that time, you know, people that we'd played footy with and um, got our own sort of little team together and I think it was called Footballers Turn Cyclists. Yeah, FTC. <laughs> and yeah. then like in anyone else in the cycling industry, um, we got the kit made up and yeah. we were pretty flash and... and um, from there, it was around about the, just the timing of um, some some personal stuff in, in my life that was um, being dealt with through the mental health channels. Um, the Love Me, Love You Foundation were helping our family um, and, and some close people to me. And they, they, were, they, they had an annual walk. So they had an annual walk that they do, um, raising money and awareness for, for mental illness you know, mental health and well-being, suicide prevention, that sort of thing, where Lance Piccioni, the um, CEO and founder, former uh, AFL player, you would know, uh, he walked from Sydney back to Melbourne um, to, to raise funds for this foundation that he'd, that he'd started. So I said to Russ, um, you know, this whole cycling thing we're doing, you know, why don't we just be a little bit different and actually, you know, have some substance to it and connect it to, you know, the, the charity. And um, from that, we actually started. Uh, so so the, the walk they did was called March With Me. So then we just started with Lance Ride With Me. So we put a group together, again, footy mates and just close network and did a ride from um, Warnable back to Melbourne. Warnable back to Melbourne and um, yeah so from Warnable back to Melbourne yeah Warnable back to Melbourne riding um, as a group of about 30 at the time raising money and uh, obviously awareness I think I think from that from that event alone we raised about uh, over $100,000 for the Love Me Love You Foundation and um, and then from that so we sort of um, got a bit of traction and then um and then we uh, we started to get a bigger group of people together that were um, interested in, in doing the crit racing. So so from that we formed the like what is now the Knights of Suburbia, and um, and basically the, the the start of it was we thought we would um, get a real sort of bright and attractive kit that you know hopefully people would. Um, Ask questions about and and that exactly what happened is how did you come that, up with that name? Nice. Um, so so a friend of ours that was cycling with us um, come up with the name and uh, it sort of just 
really fit with what we were doing and I think it was from a, there's a band with a song name something similar Knights of Sedonia Muse I think so yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> about, it was around about the same yeah, it was around about the same time and mm. that, that song was um, mm. out and about there so um, and you know in hindsight looking back it was probably you know a little bit fun but it actually really great song know, this, no not the song <laughs> but just the, the, the name it actually really suits what we're doing mm. Um, if you sort of break it down a little yeah. bit deeper, um, so so yeah, so back to back to the crit racing. So then and then you know once that started, I think there was seven of us, and then there's there's I think three years later now there's seven hundred and fifty because um, you know as soon as soon as the questions asked, oh what you know what are you guys up to? What is it about? That opens up the conversation about mental health, so that's that's a win straight away. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily the fundraising; it's more the awareness as well that can help. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, look look at it now. There's about 750, um, you know, which is awesome. People man. out there that are that are sort of committed to to raise awareness and, and help with um, the cause. And um, you mentioned love me, love you, and, and you're partnering with them. Um, yeah. And how obviously you had some personal interaction with them first. Can you elaborate just a little bit more around some of the work they do at the foundation? Obviously, yeah. So they're youth mental health. So right now they provide workshops uh, in schools, um, sports clubs, communities on um, you know bettering your mental health and well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the I mean you could probably look into some statistics to to, to back that up. But you know right like the, the the simplest one is it's like one in three people. Uh, are suffering from from mental illness or yeah. you know something similar in in the same yeah. bracket Lots of guys, which is um suicide exactly so that's it, every there's every every family or every person can be either affected by it or mm-hmm. you know someone that they love um and it, it is as simple as just having a conversation checking mm-hmm. in how are you actually like listening when you ask those questions um and yeah like you said you know suicide as well i think men especially it's um I think it's eight suicides a day in Australia. Mm. Uh, six of those are men. Yeah. Um, so that, like, if you break it down to those sort of statistics, it's pretty alarming. It's just too high, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's and crazy that it, it, it is that way, and it, it's been happening for a long time without enough work. But there's yeah. obviously great stuff like, like me. Like there, you. there is now. There's, there's lots now, which is awesome to see. And um, so, look again, just going back to you know, it, it doesn't. Some people get warned off a lot of charities because you know they can't afford to you know to, to, to donate or stuff like that with with mental health and, and stuff like what we do you know a conversation is just as good as a dollar you know mm-hmm. like you can literally save someone's life by just asking them how they are exactly yeah. you know and ongoing and um, and that, that's a big part of what we do we're sort of with KOS now we've sort of crept away look it's constantly evolved over time but we've crept away from um not not crept away from but moved in other directions and and one of those now is is a community based so we're, we've formed little communities with the help of you know our members in in different parts of melbourne different parts of australia slowly mm-hmm. um and basically it gives people like comfort in knowing that they've got a little like safe environment yeah. you know that they can they, they know like cycling is really runs parallel with with um mental health for a number of reasons obviously you know like physically as well mm-hmm. um fitness wise but you, you you've been on a bike you're a cyclist yourself you know what it can do like yeah. whether yourself or with your with, with with a friend or whatever 
Um, you can clear the head. Mm-hmm. You can you can talk you can talk rubbish for an hour. Get out and, in and, nature. And you know. it, it feel better when you get back. Exactly. Um, so stop so, and have a, have a chat with your mates, have a coffee or whatever. And exactly. And get it, that connection. Mm. Yeah, and socially as well. So it's um, these little communities that we're hoping to further build that that, that create even more. Um, safe environments for people suffering mental health and you know all of this from two to five to seven people just locally here at Altham has now like what it is but but what I'm sort of getting at is like what we want to try and do is like that's just our little network that started that so that can can happen anywhere yeah so we're, we're really looking for people now to um to step up and be community leaders interstate, so we're, we're in, in talks with a few people that are building their own little communities, and and yep. then we hope that hopefully that they can um, start their own network like we have here, and and yep. uh, and it goes a long way towards helping um, everyone that suffers from mental health. Yeah, nice. Um, what about um, along the way? Obviously, you've built this thing, and you have gone. Like, as you said, from two members to you know quite a sizable amount of you know a large community over seven hundred people. Um, there's there's a few questions that come up, um, but where we were just talking about then, have you noticed? Have you had any uh, any moments along the way where someone has said to you, you know, I'm so glad you created this. You know, this has really helped me, or someone who's had you know some kind of transformative experience by being involved with nights because. Yeah. You know they were suffering, and it's it's helped them out of the darkness. So. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, great question. So, um, I mean, the details around those would, would not be for me to speak about because yeah. they're not my stories. But yeah, mate, to answer your question, every every day, to be honest, like yeah. someone will. Um, so largely, we operate via a Facebook group, as you know, and um, so constant feedback privately from from within the, that group, and then also. Um, even without me knowing the detail, love me, love you, mm-hmm. being connected to, have had quite a few people from KOS connect connect with them, and 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 they've helped them. And um, I could probably go as far as saying it it has saved a number of people's life just from yeah. the feedback um, that they've received. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, and the details around it, I don't know anyway. But I mean, that's the sort of impact. How does that make had. you feel? I mean, I've known you for a long time, right? Growing up. Yeah, you know, your, your evolution as a person um, is also pretty impressive. Like yeah. creating something like this is impressive, but you know, um, like even just from a maturity perspective, you know, this has become what started out as a recreational post footy thing. Yeah, um, it's turned into something a lot more significant and serious. So I'm sure you know, becoming a dad and all these things that have kind of happened around the same time. Yeah, you, there's been a lot of evolution, but this has obviously had some sort of impact on you as an individual. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've obviously become very passionate about it um, just through being involved, and and almost to a point where I, I feel like um, obviously I'm really proud of, of the whole group and and everyone that's involved and, and what and what we've created and where it's at, but um. Yeah, me personally, I just think that um, sometimes I think, you know, like, this is what I'm here for. You know, like, I've I've, really, really um, enjoyed being a part of it and actually feel like I can help make a difference. Yeah. Without sounding like an idiot, but do, no, do, but do you know what I mean? Like, awesome. yeah, like you, I don't, you got I don't mean me personally. Or like, I can help you, yeah. but 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 doing what we're doing 
and creating what we have, I, I feel like you know it's 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 um yeah, we something special. Not diminish the value, yeah. in your own contribution to that though. Yeah, and then it, oh, not not just me, but like yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm obviously passionate about it, but the whole group. So it it runs itself now. Like yeah. it's it's people. It's all these people are on the same page. They're they're like minded. They they want to help. They want to get better. Um, it's it's pretty special. So yeah. So yeah, and you know, like we've spoke recently as well you know cycling doesn't have to be the only place this happens i think that you know anything physical that we could transform nights of suburbia into whether that's running walking just getting people out getting them active them having people to to you know lean on um, communities that they know that they can go to and be a part of that they're not going to get judged. Yeah, you know, for connect with other people connect, and, and yeah. you know, feel safe to talk about what's going on in their life. And exactly, and then that's and that's what it is. Like with cycling, you can go on a bunch ride with sixty people, and you know, you might not even know some of them, and you can find yourself next to them talking about life, really comfortable, especially within our group because they know that that's what we're driven to do. Yeah, that they could open up and 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 walk away from that that day you know, mm. feeling better. And um, and that's what it's all about. So I think, um, I mean, your answer to that question was great. And it does really illustrate that point you made around, you know, sometimes um, it's not about just raising money. Yeah. Like a conversation can be worth more money. Yeah, well, it's different, isn't it? It's know. not like, you know, cancer research and all this stuff that the, the diseases that, that like rely on the funding, you know, yeah. this, this isn't one of those, like, yeah. you know, the funding is great for love me, love you. Um, and the other organizations around like systems that. And exactly. Structures, but you've developed that yourself. Yeah. You know. With that, with this, it's, yeah. you know, look, like I said, a conversation and, and I'm, we're not the only ones to say it. I mean, everyone in that industry is saying the same thing. Yeah. You know, a conversation can save a life. Yeah. It's that simple. And, um, with, with, uh, nights. Let's talk a little bit, a bit about some people. Obviously, never have heard of nights. Who might listen to this? Yeah. Um. You you obviously have some structured rides, or you know, uh, like some kind of schedule every week or and every month, every year events yep. that you do. Do you want to talk um, people through around how that sort of looks like? Yeah. In, you know. In so a practical so sense? um. So we have some regular group rides that are really building. So it's probably been 12 months now that we've put some time and energy into that um, where, where they're regular um, and we've got some really good support from from what we call our community leaders, the ride leaders that run those rides. Um, so, you know, there's there's one in Sydney, there's one in Brisbane. Um, they're f- like Friday mornings and maybe we can attach the details to, mm-hmm. to, to the, you know, we'll link or something like that. We'll yeah. Here in Melbourne, um, we have an, a, a, uh, two Friday morning ones in different different suburbs, uh, a Saturday morning one and, and, and two Sunday morning ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on you know your your, um, your ability and what's pace and everything that you, you like, we sort of cater for all those needs and, and they are you know generally friendly rides mm-hmm. where um, you know everyone is welcome and. And, and comfortable in doing them. No one gets um, left behind, you know. Yeah, no, we've got we've got some really strong, you know, leaders that sort of, you know, make sure that that sort of stuff does happen. And you know, look, at cycling, it's hard. Everyone's at different abilities, and out here in Eltham, <coughs> obviously the hills split the bunches up pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, myself included, I can find myself out the back pretty quick, but there'll always be a point where the rest of the team will wait, mm-hmm. and then you know they won't go on without you, sort of thing. So, um, so. 
We and, um, um, how do you do you find people from these other areas are reaching out to you saying we want to start a group? Yeah, you know, so that's sort of just starting to happen now. So yeah, like, and, that, and that's what we want. So we, we want to, and we want to be able to provide them from from our experience and what we've got to so far. We want to be able to provide them with the tools that they need to be able to start their own community. You know, yeah. So little pockets, you know, Melbourne, Victoria, whatever, it be it interstate. We, we you know, we're pretty keen to. to what get... about some of your bigger events? Yeah, so we do. Um, we do as a group um, annually like two main events with um, Love Me, Love You. Um, so they have an annual. So the one I mentioned earlier that we, that we started back from Warnable. So that's, um, so that's called Ride With Me for mental health. Um, so this year, so that's obviously grown from the first year, I think it was 27, 27 riders. Um, the year after, it may have been 60 and then 80. And then here, here we are now, I think it's two weeks away. So the, the 9th of... Um, November weekend, we'll have uh, I think a hundred riders participate in that this year. Wow! Um, so, um, you know, the way it runs is like there's a minimum fundraise uh, for that. For your fundraise, you you'll get accommodation, um, food, and everything like that provided. And then um, that's another really special one, you know, that's um, worth doing. Yeah. Next time, next time, next year round, maybe. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure I've probably tried to get you on it, but yeah, well, mate, I've got. I'm one of those weird people who can run, but riding hurts my knees so yeah. as soon as I figure that out um, I'll be back on the bike but yeah, I endeavour to actually now after that marathon's done I want to start having a bit of a ride see how yeah. we go so that one is um, again and without being too dramatic life changing like mm-hmm. the, the what happens in those groups um, over those sort of rides you know like this year up from here to Marysville um, you know I think there's like 6,000 vertical meters of climbing. You know, it's it, 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 it would break you usually, but with the support and people around you, like people come away from it and um, it's a special experience. And they share their stories, they talk about mental health and, and then um, also at the same time raise some money for... For the Love Me Love You Foundation, so there's that one. So that's annually, and then um, make new bonds and strengthen existing relationships. Exactly, exactly, and um, so the other one to that we've done a few uh, in a row now is is more like a corporate event, which we're sort also looking to help out doing um, is with Bunnings. So we're connected to um, the Bunnings group um, through some of our members, and so annually now Bunnings have us host a ride with uh, all of their employees. Um, so we take them on a, on a ride, um, just, this one's just a day. So the other one's like a multiple day event. This is just a day event where we have some of our KOS ride leaders, um, host them, uh, along the peninsula, or I think this year's down, um, Williamstown way, same, same theory, get out on the bike, talk, they have some lunch. And then obviously it goes off to being the Bunnings, you know, corporate meeting or whatever it is after that, but but those sort of things and then um that that's pretty much it officially as far as like the events we do um mm-hmm. but yeah we're always sort of looking to do more and more of that sort of stuff yeah and I, i've always been impressed with the branding that you guys do it, it's always sort of evolving um is there any kind of um is it just what you want to come up with on the spot or is there some sort of theme that you run with the colors yeah. the style uh, even the logo it's definitely um, not definitely not on the spot um yeah. it, it, there's a lot of a lot of hard work that actually goes into that stuff as as, as simple as it may look and other people yeah. in the cycling industry would would understand that um 
it, it takes a long time and a lot of emails and a lot of back and forth conversation with um, you know um, Andrew O'Keefe is our graphic designer um, runs his own studio but helps us out as well um, it um, we, we always wanted the flashy colors because that's catches the attention and, and often stuff like we pull up in a big group with our flashy colors at, at a set of lights for instance every single time someone will ask you know who are you? who are you you know and then that's that's what we wanted so so we, we try and keep the same colors and and system all the way through um so that that's the only sort of lockdown sort of you know existence of it but um yeah other than that we've had some fun along the way with doing other stuff but now actually um are moving into that industry so as as a as a um as almost like a brand so we've set up um nights of suburbia now into almost like a an apparel brand but still connected back to mental health. So um, we're probably about three weeks away from going live on with our online store and, and for the first time outside the group. Um, so it'll be, um, you know, hopefully Australia-wide um, and, and then and everyone will have access to the stuff we, we um, create. But also, you know, that, that, that's, um, that will lead back to hopefully more awareness. Um, and then from, I think it's $10 from every jersey sale, um, goes back to love me, love you, oh, and then wow. and then in the in the um, uh, custom apparel space, we're also going to do some of that. Five percent of all sales will go back to love me, love you. So you know, we've had some fun with it. Now we're, we're going a bit more seriously, but also for awareness, and then you know, yeah. siphoning some money um, back into what we can back into uh, mental health and the love me, love you foundation. And do you have any idea of how much money you guys have been able to raise? Just yeah, so r- roughly, uh, and Lance, Lance would be able to sort of confirm this, but I think as far as um, Knights of Suburbia itself, just with the events we do, uh, it, it'd be close to around $400,000 over the last probably four years. Um, but then from that, you know, X amount of members have had their own campaigns doing things like, you know, yourself, um, you guys did the run recently I'm yep. pretty sure Gabe was tied to love yeah, me love you yep. there you go so I couldn't even tell you how many of those people so there's an exact number would be hard to judge but um, yep. you know we, we, we try pretty hard and it does get pretty hard to keep going back to the well yeah um, so that's why you know this awareness stuff and then we're always looking for different avenues to be able to um, raise money for them because uh, like just me like for example doing the ride every year you know, these days your network doesn't really grow that much. Yeah. Um, so it's it's almost asking the same people for when there's nothing wrong with, mind you, but yeah. it it look it, it has less and less um, success we're every, every time. Out, we've got to get them out of the bike so <laughs> yeah. they can ask their network. Exactly. Yeah. So so I'm always looking. You know, I've I've done different methods. You know, like I've got some stuff. You know, off people I know to auction rather than ask people for money, and then you know, at least the, you know, just another way. So yeah. it just depends on how crafty you want to be and how much you're sort of committed to it. But there's, we're always looking for different avenues. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it, you know, be um, someone doing a marathon that yeah. might want to, you know, or or a local run, or but uh, keen for anyone to get involved that would want to help out. I am. Um said just then you guys but obviously it's not just men who are involved with Knights of Suburbia yeah female yeah we do we have we have lots now so uh, I think probably about 12 months or 18 months into our existence 
I was pretty conscious of it becoming a boys club um, because I have two daughters and I know that, you know, mental health doesn't discriminate. And even though, you know, the statistics we see are largely, you know, affecting men. um, Yeah, I just just guess I was just being a dad and thinking about, you know, my family and the the one in four, I mean, that's that's someone in my family, you know, there's five of us. So at some point, someone will have some issues along the way, two daughters. Uh, obviously married and um, we so I've reached out to um, some people in the cycling industry and asked them uh, whether they knew any sort of female um, cyclists that would want to get involved there's plenty out there so so we had um, we had uh, uh, Noni Carr who's actually a psychologist um, locally come come on board and um, she's been a big part of you know the drive to to get more females involved and i don't know exactly how many now but but definitely um was a great move and we've got lots of um lots of women involved now um, varying ages men's health whilst obviously it's been set up with the intention of trying to bring awareness to men's health that's not a men only issue you know it's a society issue so we need to have have our lady friends involved in helping us us guys out as well and they straighten they straighten the, the group out. Yeah, <laughs> keep the channel yeah, on, uh, on task. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we, I mean, so far, we've already touched on this next question quite a lot, which was where, where to next. Um, so, you, you know, you want, ex, you want to expand it um, across, the, obviously, the country and, and you want more people yeah. to get, in, get involved. Yeah. Um, are there any immediate things that you're working on? Like what, um, besides the apparel launch, which is yeah. obviously in three weeks, are there... Are there any immediate needs, like focuses that you guys have um, who are running it um, to try and, um, you know, help that path to having... Yeah, a, I, a guess, I guess it's hard because um, yeah. the, the reason it's been so successful here is because you've got still the, the, the core group of people that started it involved and, and, and you, can't, you, can't, um, you can't create that passion somewhere else. Somewhere else. So, so we need people that are really passionate mm-hmm. about the cause to be able to build those communities. It's easy here because every day I'll speak to Russ. You know, it used to be footy, and then it was super coach, and then it yeah. was, and then it was country footy, and, and and now it's cycling. Like we speak thirty times a day on the phone. Yeah, but a lot of that is now the the passion to drive this. Yeah. So I mean, I I can't. We can't be in Queensland, we can't be in, you know, Sydney, we can't be else in Perth. Um, so it can happen easily, but we obviously need people to be able to drive it like, like we have here. Yeah. Um, and, and then, like I said, you, you know, they need to be passionate about the cause. So I guess, you know, look, the communities are our biggest, yeah. uh, biggest thing right now that we want to build because, you know, we've seen what it's done here. Um, so they're slowly, slowly. We've got some, you know, some people that are putting their hand up, but it's a slow burn. It takes, it's taken us five years to get where we are. Yeah. So, um, you know, we just need passionate people um, that are that are cyclists so for cool. this group, but also, you know, like, like we've had some discussions. Um, we want to do like a running based group as well, because yeah. um, I think we could have more impact. Funnily enough, I think we could have more impact in a, in a in a running sense, building running communities. Um, because not everyone rides a bike, yeah. you know. Um, so, so that's that's definitely the um, the angles that we want to take, and which is great from like changing the brand from FTC to Knights. 
Knights of Suburbia isn't, you know, pigeonholed as just cycling. Yeah, um, which yeah, exactly. Allows the, the, for that. The name can transfer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walking groups, running groups, whatever it may be. Yoga groups. Oh, it could, it could be. Yeah, it could be anything. And uh, you know, like it could be a BM, a BMX club. You know, anything that yeah. you know is physically. Yeah. Um, gets people together. Exactly. Gets them moving together. Helps create community, and it's you know people who are leading that charge. Yeah. Nights in the suburban areas exactly uh, street. so yeah it made, um, I, I'm, I love it and um, that's why you know our practice is trying to get involved more um, with that um, yep. even the running group Gabe and I yep um, we want to try and help get off the ground because yep. I love running and my knee holds up with that yeah. better than cycling it's funny moment, isn't it so, yeah, it's, I know. It's with the weight impact and yeah, stuff like that it's yeah. weird um, but I think it's too, kicking too many footies when I was younger so <laughs> it made my quad uh, a bit tight for the cycling so have you had any um, any external um, bigger companies or bigger bodies reach out to you guys and say, we love what you're doing, how have you been able to achieve this? Can you give us some advice? Um, um, not really. want to partner up at all? Not, not really. I mean, we've always, it's probably been more the other way. We've, we've, we've along the journey as it's evolved into different things because obviously we, we did a lot of cycling racing like where yeah. we would you know approach people like yourself, local businesses, bigger companies to try and help us um, obviously raise money, um, you know, like almost like a, um, you know, a sponsorship type thing where, where that money can, can go either back into love me, love you, or, um, you know, we've had some, some partnerships where we've been able to fund um, some apparel for the people that are out there racing, you know, so, you know, they're prepared to, um, you know, ride for the cause, then we, we get, the least we could do is, you know, deck them out and some yeah. kit and stuff like that. So, um, no one's really sort of come to us. Um, it's more sort of been the other way around. But yeah. um, And would you entertain like a bigger corporate brand wanting to partner um, with you guys? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think there's, I think there's um, some merit in, in um, like partnering with, with corporate places or not necessarily partnering is probably the wrong word, but working with. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of corporate workplaces, or especially with what we've done with Bunnings, a lot of corporate corporate workplaces could benefit out of out of what we do. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty I'm pretty pretty sure that a lot of um, a lot of corporate places have a lot of cyclists. I've noticed so yeah. so something like an annual ride would be you know would go a long way to helping their own staff. Um, and I think a lot of companies are trying to do that now Look, with, with mental health. They're, they're looking, there's even, you know, specific roles have been created within companies to, to look after that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think there's, I think there's merit in, 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 well, that's probably in a company. a great way to try also expand the reach because, you know, yeah, people riding to and from work. Yeah. It's better for, better for the environment. Yeah. Traffic congestion in Melbourne, yeah. which is horrible yeah. at the moment. Um, great for their mental health, probably great for productivity, um, you know, great for their fitness. It's just, you know, um, and then getting that connection and community. It's, it's, it's probably a real opportunity there for corporates to sort of align themselves with... Um, yeah, I mean, we'd, we'd, be, we'd be happy to facilitate it, you know, with, with, you know, similar to what we do already. And it's just about, you know, getting them together, um, making sure you're looking after their mental health and well-being and, um, you know creating a platform where they can sort of, you know, express, you know, any ill feelings they might have comfortably and, mm-hmm. and, you know, open that conversation around it. And hopefully, yeah. you know, like you said, that, that leads to better productivity at work. And what about, um, you personally? So just to finish off, I'd love to know, 
um, you know, go as shallow or deep into this as you want about how the impact it's had on you personally um, doing this. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, it's become something like you said, more of a passion. Yeah. Um, have you had any moments where you thought, "Geez, this is you know, it's affected you in." Um, in a way that you didn't think about yeah. it's helped you grow oh, as a person in um, different ways. yeah bits of both really there's been some times where I've thought you know I've had enough um, it is quite taxing I mean I've got a young family I'm running a business um, but the passion always brings you back mm-hmm. and, and, and and knowing and seeing how it helps it, it's actually pretty hard to walk away from not yeah. I, look i haven't seriously considered walking away from it but um there's been points in time where i've had to step away yeah. um you know albeit to to better my family life or you know like sometimes you just well, like like anything these days you, you know your hands glued to your phone yeah. and, and you can imagine the communication that goes on between 750 people yeah. daily um and then you know like people like russ and myself initially just being at the end of the line um yeah it's 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 been pretty consuming but um you know i think uh it's probably definitely helped me grow as a person as well um you know i've, I've felt like uh you know i've had more purpose yeah. you know doing it um and then look i didn't set out we, we didn't we didn't set out to to do it but once you understand and realize what you are doing um you know that passion like we spoke about it it kicks back in and mm-hmm. and you um feel pretty special about it yeah and the reward is obviously high you know yeah yeah through all that well it's a funny one because you, you don't necessarily see the reward yeah um but you but you know yeah um you know from you know feedback yeah yeah, yeah 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 exactly so um but yeah like it's also it's a tough space to work in as well because um you know like obviously suicide prevention um know and mental health awareness and stuff like that that like it happens so mm-hmm. um we've been we've lost a couple of people in the group so and i've sort of took that pretty hard but then like it's the space you're working in yeah so it's bound to happen so it's pretty hard to get your head around yeah um but that, and again that's why we're so passionate about what we do because we, we we want that to stop happening yeah yeah i, I mean you would have to um, in some part um, be taken back a little bit by the conversation you would be having with people because it's hard not to even yeah. though that's what you're trying to achieve yeah when someone turns around and says to you this has changed my life or yeah you thank you like it would um it would feed right into that purpose i imagine you know, yeah being oh. big, bigger than yourself yeah definitely and that happens a lot after like um a bunch ride like yeah. i spoke about the um events we do but but every now and then we'll we'll try and get the whole like as many of the people uh, locally as, as we can together and what that does for people is just being having a laugh and you know being around people and mm-hmm. you sort of come away from those you know with with your chest puffed out and feeling a lot better and because the conversations that I had after those you might get a message oh shit you know i really needed that today mm-hmm. you know that's when you go okay that you know that's good that was great that, that was and great. um Obviously, the footy environment, local footy clubs, you know, boys club, and you said you're aware you didn't want it to become that. Yeah. Um, have you, in that environment, also there's this other side to people, you know, perhaps where they won't talk or, you know, they won't, that, that I, they may even, it's not that they're 
they would look at something like what you're doing in yeah. a negative context. They would probably just not involve themselves because it might be too, um, they might feel too vulnerable. Yeah. Um, have you seen a transition with the guys that you know who you played footy with and um, other guys who have come along and joined into the group? Um, I know even the times where I did start writing, um, even back with the FTC guys, a lot of the guys were our opposition when I played at yeah, Monty. Yeah. But it was great to actually just ride with them as guys and, and get to know them. Yeah. Um, how quick do you find that um, you get that shift within the guys when they come, come out of the footy environment? It depends. It depends on who, who's there on the yeah. day. But that, that can happen instantly. Yeah. But, but if you go back to the start of that question where you talked about... Um, the vulnerability and people, you know, not necessarily thinking that they might fit in. With um, the, the the Facebook group, so we have, and this has happened so many times over the last twelve months. People look obviously have joined because they've seen what what's what's out there and what we're about, and they will be part of that group for twelve months before they are comfortable. And you'll get a, a post that'll pop up there twelve months later. Hey guys, been part of the group for a while. I finally feel like maybe you know I could get involved in one of the rides, and you know, like so. So it can happen instantly, but it also can and take. What people sort of a long response time. do they get when they put something oh, like that? Overwhelming. Um, yeah, overwhelming. Like the, the, the people that we have involved, and especially the leaders, like you know, it's 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 unbelievable. Um, and and quite often you think, oh, you know, why why wouldn't they um, have felt comfortable? But you know everyone's different, and and that's what and that's what it's all about. Like the support is there if you want it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so um, I mean, we'll, we'll wrap it up now. But what I want to do is help people find find night. So do you, is it just on Facebook, or do you have a website as well? How can people? Yeah. So so get involved. So the web the website is there. Um, so that that is uh, it's not a suburbia um, By the time this goes, yeah, it'll be up and running. So yeah. now we've put a work over 12 months to um, to put that together um, largely to do with what, the apparel stuff because it's probably the only way we can do that um, you know like we have social media like on Instagram Facebook group there's Facebook like uh, public page um, but there's also a, a closed group which um, we have there so to, to save 10,000 people being in there that you know are just random people it is a closed group mm-hmm. and then you know we almost uh, not qualified people, but you know, everyone that's in there. So th- there's a couple of questions, that, like like lots of groups. There's a couple of questions to, to fill out, and they're, they're very basic questions, um, not judgmental or anything like that. Just to get into the group, we just want we want to make sure that closed group that everyone is in there for the right reasons, and yeah. um, that you're there to support and help each other. So yeah, yeah um, Knights of Suburbia are on Facebook, and um, that's about all the channels we have. Yeah, great, mate. It's been of obviously sort of right there at the start of the FTC yeah. and then um, watching it evolve to what it is and knowing you for a long time I think it's really special what you guys have been able to achieve and um, hence why I said earlier like our practice wants to try and get involved and, and even maybe start a running group because you know it's, it's amazing the work you're doing and um, that life changing stuff is just you know incredible incredible um, thing that you've done so appreciate it mate um, appreciate the chance to talk about it you know it's um I never consider myself um, like a great communicator or anything like that, but um, this is one thing that I'm really comfortable talking about and, and um, hope, knowing that it can sort of help people. Any chance I get, you know, to have a chat to someone at a coffee shop or 
the local footy or, or something like this, I'm, I'm always uh, up for a chat to um, talk in this space because it, it, it generally helps. Yeah, change people's lives. Exactly. Thanks, mate. Too easy, mate. Appreciate sure. it. Thanks for tuning in to the Superwell podcast. For more information on any of our episodes, head over to www.superwell.com.au and you can get all the episodes there. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can also find links to iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify. And if you want to continue the conversation on with us, then head over to our Instagram page at Live Superwell and follow us there and comment under each episode. Uh, If you want to give us any feedback, you can also get in touch via email on the webpage too. So until next episode, live super well.